Good morning. And welcome. Tanya today. As uh, we try to take Tanya and its teachings and make it Okarant for today. Today's teachings for today's living. Teach. Okay, let us say hello to Andrew in New Jersey and Anna in Croatia. Okay, good afternoon. Jan in Mexico, Bukato, June in Australia. Good evening. John is with us in North Carolina. Shalom Asher in Memphis, Bukato, Marjan in Atlanta. A uh, successful school year that you have. Andrea in Phoenix, Boker Tov. Matt is with us in Detroit. Shalom. Julie in Florida. Erica in Norway. Shalom. Susan is with us in Scranton. Darren in the Philippines. Good evening. Avyud in Ontario. Robert in Boston. Shalom. Gianna. Welcome. Susan. Good morning. TJ in Australia. Good evening. Diane is with us in London, Ontario. Good morning, Clem in Brisbane. Late at night or early morning. Dam is with us in Indonesia. Welcome. Pawix is in the Philippines. Good evening. Jane in Australia. One second. Jane, you have to remind me. It's also Australia, if I remember correctly. Um, Anna in New York. Muhammad Shalom. Where are you? Isha, Isha, or is it Isha? Isha, Eugene in, in Calgary, Bokerto, Chris, uh, Moshe, at Chabad, at Flagstaff, Arizona, Liba, Davida in New York, Good morning, Heather in Connecticut, and Simcha in Florida is with us. Um, are people having their Facebook interrupted? Um, I see that Liba is saying that. Okay. Uh, Merkel in the Philippines. Oh, we've got the Philippines here in good numbers. Um, Johannesburg, Chabad, amazing. Okay. We begin today. The 15th letter. Lengthy. Uh, unique. It's about the 10 divine attributes. And how do we understand the ten divine attributes? Is ultimately by understanding ourselves. So, just a preface before we get into the, the meat of the letter, which today will just be a small intro. Um, 
we know that God is infinite. How do we know that? Because <laughs> we're not. However, to suggest that God is merely infinite would suggest that God has a limitation, that he can be limited. So the truth is God is neither infinite or limited. He's beyond the two. And he can ultimately be reflected or found and, um, and be, shall we say, both infinite and finite. So there is the power of infinity of God. It's called an infinite power. And there's finite power. What is the finite power? Is, in fact, the ten divine attributes. Sphirai says they're called. Why are they limited? Well, by the very fact there's ten, it's a number, a limited number. By the fact that each one of the ten has a measure to it, has a definition to it, has a boundary to it. Therefore, that's a limitation. So just as God possesses infinite power, he also possesses finite power. That finite power of God is one with God. It's not two different powers vying for the power, <laughs> shall we say. But um, they are um, bound up in one with God, as we will see. And this finite power of God is made up of um, is made up of two qualities, light and vessel, or and Kaylee. The ore is sort of the uh, the the uh, limitless uh, the limitless part, and the vessel, the container, like the mug is a container, is the limiting part, as it were. That being said, both the light and the vessel are bound up in one with the insight, with the limitlessness of God. So it's, we shouldn't view it as like, you know, different um, qualities or different powers or different, you know, I don't know, no. shouldn't view it in that manner. You should view it as, um, you know, uh, uh, as one whole being of God that contains the power of the infinite and the power of the finite. And in that power of the finite, um, in that power of the finite is made up of light and vessel, or and kaylee. Now, what we're going to do over here is in order to understand that, the Altarebbe begins and says to us, Lahavin Mashal Umalitsa. To understand the the allegory and the metaphor, the words of the wise and their riddles with respect to the spheres. Um 
In other words, we're going to see ourselves as a metaphor for the divine attributes. How so? So the alternative explains, as the verse says in Job, you, Nipsari echsa elaka, from my own flesh, I perceive, I'm aware, I, I see the divine. I behold the divine. In other words, by understanding how the soul interplays with the body within me, I can understand how the soul of creation, God, the power of God, which is the divine attributes, interplay with the body of creation. That's how I can. Ultimately, that's how the verse says in Tehillim, Barchinafshi Hashem. Give praise, my soul, to God. So, again, just as God fills the world, so my soul fills me. And the truth is, that soul that fills me is a part of God. A point that we've learned many times, and, and important that we we uh, reiterate to make sure we have clarity. Everything that God creates in the world is through His speech, that is external, relative to the soul. So everything is a creation of God. Even angels are a creation of God, but not the soul. The divine soul is a part of God. And that is the idea it says in the Pesachim, as the Zohar explains, that God blew into his nostrils the breath of life. What is the metaphor of blowing? Blowing is coming from a deeper place from within. God blew a piece of him into the divine soul. Even someone who's a lowly soul doesn't come from a very lofty place doesn't matter because this soul still where it emanates from where it comes from is from the divine order of things and um divine order of things as he explains in the kabbalistic terminology that even someone's a nefesh. Now, ne there are the three levels of the soul from within, nefesh, ruach, neshama, nefesh being the lowest of that of them. So nefesh has got more to do with the bodily part of the souls, the functionality of the soul vis-a-vis -vis the body. Ruach is more of the emotions, it's the emotions, and neshama is the intelligence. So even a soul that comes from this lower grade of nefesh, of the world of Asiya, the lowest world of Asiya, still derives from a union between the um, Zoh and Malchus. Zoh is the six emotions that are referred to uh, as masculine. And Malchus is feminine. 
So there's a union between, just as down here, there's a union between male and female, you beget new life, a child. So likewise, above, there's a union between the male and female parts of the divine, divine attributes, the six divine emotive attributes, male, and Malchus, the feminine. Through that union, <coughs> there's born a soul. Even if that soul, and, and that union is of Zon Malchus, Zon is an acronym, Zion Aleph, Zair Ampin, small faces. Small faces means, refers specifically, refers uh, specifically to the six emotions, that each emotion is, is small in the sense that it is very uh, limited, very uh, uh, unique, special um, dimension of an emotion, as opposed to something that's long, a long face, uh, which refers to actually um, desire, will. It's long because it, your will has to be at every place. So it has to go through, you know, an emotion can be just in the spur of the moment, right? So in that sense, it's, it's small. Um, so there's a union. So that union and that silos between the six emotions and Malchus, sovereignty, kingship, male and female, doesn't matter what, what where that soul ultimately comes out from, its source is in Avatsilus, and uh, therefore um, it is a part of God. Now, since the soul derives from the spheroids, right, that's where it derives from, and the spheroids are the limited power of God that carry in it the infinite power of God because the spheroids are bound up in one with, with the infinite. Meaning, the lights and the vessels of the spheroids in Atsilos are totally bound up in one with the infinite. Meaning that this soul now, where it comes from, and this has therefore a part of God, the infinite of God, not merely a, a limited attribute or quality of God, but the infinite. And it radiates the soul so much so that the soul itself has 10 powers of the soul, that from it, it'll give us a little inkling and opportunity to know God. How? By knowing ourselves. By knowing ourselves. So that's what it means from my flesh I would behold God. Understanding um, how the soul radiates that is a part of God that therefore gives me the opportunity to knowing myself, knows, knowing that part of God within me, to know God.
enable us to know something at least. Okay, so that's the teachings. Short idea. Excuse me, let's unpack this a bit. We will continue with this for several days. Um, few days we will continue with this um, so an important point over here important point um, so if God is a part of me the more I am able to look inwards at me the more I will be able and to see the God part in me, to understand that, to understand that as opposed to understanding which is not godly within me. Yeah, what, what's the animal soul versus the godly soul? Um, and, and when we have a deeper understanding from within and uh, having that awareness, then dealing with life from without it's going to be very different as opposed to always trying to understand things around me which we need to i mean you know we need to understand the world around us right no doubt about that but to really i i, I need to know me and to know the deeper part of me the divine part of me and if I have that and, and connect to that, then um, everything that I deal with from without can be very different, will be very different. We will lead a different life. So it's not about being aware, manipulating, or whatever the case may be, anything. It is, um, which sometimes that's the, the nature of us. It is um, um, it is what should we say? Um, yeah finding finding it from within. We have that power. you know there's a, f a famous story of someone who was having some troubles and having some doubts and was a rabbi and he was also uh, 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 starting to become a psychologist and uh, this is like um, and, and so he called up he wasn't a chassid of the, he wasn't a chassid he wasn't a Lubavitcher but he wanted some advice from, from the Rebbe from Lubavitcher Rebbe so he called up to this is maybe in the 50s a long time ago maybe 50s maybe 60s in any case, he calls up to the sec uh, the secretariat of the Rebbe and uh, Rabbi Khadakov, uh, one of the Rebbe's secretaries, uh, responds and um, and says um, he, he says you know he didn't give his name but I'm having I'm I'm living in Baltimore and I'm having some uh, issues and uh, da 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 
and I don't know how to resolve them. So, um, uh, the Rebbe, so came the response from the Rebbe. Seems like the Rebbe was on the phone. He says that you should go to uh, um, go see Rabbi um, what's his name Weinrib. So he gets he he, he starts shaking. And, and Rabbi Weinrib will uh, be able to help you. He starts shaking. He says. I am Rabbi Weinrib. He didn't give his name previously because he was embarrassed or whatever. So then came the message and sometimes we have to ask ourselves the question and we have to get the answers from ourselves. <laughs> so we have we have the answers. Um, we just have to be able to know who's talking in us <laughs> is it my animal soul talking or is it my divine soul that's talking um you know is it uh, my insecurity that's talking is it my secureness uh, my goodness that's talking or is it my uh, hurt that's talking so here uh, you know when we are aware of the soul how it interplays within me and uh, so then i'm able to t attach myself to that then um i can respond differently i think that's a uh, tanya today that's a good message for me it's a good message <laughs> i need it <laughs> i need it all right Questions, comments, thoughts, any ideas, sharing. Okay, two question marks before you ask a question. Everybody having diff a lot of people having difficulty on um, Facebook, frozen screens and stuff. I haven't had that before. I don't see any questions. Davida, any questions? Two question marks before you ask a question, please. Okay, I don't see anything. Anybody on Clubhouse? Anybody wants to share something? Please do.
All right, I guess it's such clarity. That's amazing. Someone asked about um, Rosh Hashanah. I, I don't, I don't see it now. About chauffeur, if they're not, um, you can't hear a recording of a chauffeur or hear it online on on Rosh Hashanah. So the best thing is that you should um, learn how to blow the shofar if you're in a place that no one else is there to blow. Get yourself a shofar. Learn how to blow the ram's horn. That you can learn from online. And uh, that way you can fulfill the mitzvah appropriately. Daisy from Jerusalem. We, uh, If we are soul are attached totally to God, then can't we do anything that he does? If we are so the godly soul totally, then we can do them also, right? I mean, logically, that's what it should be. Yeah, but we have an animal soul. That's what I mentioned, that we have to know who's talking. Is it my hurt talking, from, which is from my animal soul? Or is it uh, my godly soul that's talking, which is beyond the hurt? isn't hurt the godly soul isn't hurt that may be bound it may be incarcerated right but it's not hurt um and um it's still godly so uh who's talking in me so that we need to have that awareness so we know what's what i see anybody asking oh um i hope these that so yes so righteous people who have done away with their animal soul converted it transformed it that it's no longer has any negativity to it that's what means righteous um so yeah they're a total reflection of the divine 100 percent. not me it's not me and not, I don't think any of us. Marjan, how is an average person supposed to know if it is a godly soul and not the animal soul? So again, uh, okay, these are some, you know, tonight we have um, uh, the Tanya Mentor program. If you'd like to uh, to join us, tanyarabbi.com. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that's, the simple is where you know is it coming from being hurt or is it coming from from being connected disconnected or connected um is it coming from the desire to feel good or desire to be good right so the animal's what wants to feel good godly soul wants to be good right so you know if if it's something that i want to make me feel that to make me feel good say you know that that's not coming from a godly place but it's something that's motivating you to do good it's coming from a godly place not easy by the way (laughs) not an easy thing it's work it's work on ourselves um daily work But uh, thank you, Marjan. That was a very good question. Asher. 
Moichen is root for moyach. Yes, brain. Moyach means brain. Okay, so days we answered. Asher, Marjan. Your godly soul is talking. That's amazing. <laughs> Rachel. Ah. When we find our soul that is a part of God, we become more whole. It is being at uh, is a deep meeting that has been held back. Yes. <laughs> True. You had a question, June. Okay. Can you read repost it sorry um oh here it is okay june uh do we not all start with our breath from god's soul so it is not the, the breath that the breath the same at all as it is not up to us where we stand with god except for some chosen ones I'll start with our. Oh, okay. I, I, I think I understand your question. So, the godly soul, God breathes into it, right? A part of him blows into it, rather, a part of him. But then it migrates, you know, from up there in Atsilos and it goes through the various worlds. And we mentioned. So, those souls that are direct from Atsilos, lofty souls, they migrate down without sort of like just passing through. You know, sometimes you pass through some places and where you pass through, the, the that place has no effect on you. You're beyond it. So lofty souls, they migrate, but... As they migrate, they're not affected by the world of Bria, the world of Yitzira, the world of Asiya, as it comes down into a body. I mean, it's affected by being in the body, but, but it doesn't lose anything in the quality of the soul as it migrates. That's a very lofty, righteous person. But if your soul then my, uh, goes and migrates into Bria and lives there and is affected by its surroundings, metaphorically speaking and then it go lives in yitzira even a lower world and then in asiya and in asiya a lowest element of asiya means that that soul migrated like that lofty soul but it picked up stuff on the way in its migration coming down it picked up some things that make it not so pure even though inherently it is even though it is a part of god it doesn't lose that it's just covered over it's covered over and when it comes into the body it's a lower level soul that has picked up from the various worlds as it comes down the qualities of those lesser worlds and therefore the light isn't as pure the light isn't as bright in that soul now that's not a bad thing let me explain. That's not bad. What that means is that soul is not so as lofty. It's not as a lofty soul, meaning its function is going to be different in this world. 
So some people, their function is to be righteous and therefore to lead the people in the proper path. And other people, their job is, you know, to be in that in, in, in the in this world and dealing with you know in a place maybe that's not so pure and holy and uh, their job is to bring that little element of goodness and purity and holiness into that distant place so the righteous won't go there to that distant place right just as they passed through the other worlds as their soul came down and didn't engage in those places so they're not going to engage in such a in such a way in this world but there are people that need to engage in the nitty-gritty in the dark places of this world and when i say dark i don't mean you know <laughs> i don't mean like uh, you know whatever you know something that's totally you know inappropriate but you know the the more removed places right like you know in a college university <laughs> it's hard to find god at least from the professors <laughs> right and, and to uh, be there and uh to be able to be in a dark place and to be a, maybe a small light because you're not a lofty soul but a small light in a dark place sheds and pushes pushes away a lot of darkness and sheds light into such a place i hope that's clear okay thank you june for that What do you do during Rosh Hashanah? You hear the shofar, and if you're in Indonesia, you may not be able to unless you get a shofar. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's Chabad in Indonesia. Not to my knowledge, at least. Yeah, folks, um, I think uh, for those for Rosh Hashanah is coming up, if you're not in a community, in a Jewish community, to be able to hear shofar. By the way, this is just an obligation for Jewish people. Um, so if you're Jewish, then, you know, something that we need to do, uh, amongst other things for Rosh Hashanah, but that's the mitzvah of the day is shofar. Absolutely. All right. Um, I think that's it for the day. No questions. All right. anything on Instagram no let's see okay folks reminder today at 1245 uh, Rambam we're learning the laws of marriage uh, on zoom 770 770 6085 beautiful uh, Davida I answered already to to them thank you all right, folks, I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine coming to you for Chabad, Sech, and Gideshim, Manchal Kander. It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. Have a wonderful day.
Thank you for joining.